Nas is far more important than money because with the Nas you can get money. I'd rather you give me the Nas you get money than just give me money. Right, and that's what Sarnetta did. He provides a platform for people to get money. And that's what people don't understand about Sarnetta, right? He has created this global network, right? That goes around the world that allows us, think about this, right? To intellectually correspond with each other and sell that nigga shit. We use different vocabulary. If you want to cuss, you can cuss. Some people don't cuss. I did a whole lecture yesterday and didn't cuss one bit, right? Mm -hmm. They didn't understand a good thing, you know what I'm saying? when it's right in front of their face. So instead of knocking the platform, right, you should try to develop another platform with the brother based off the things that you like to see. See, it's very, very easy to talk shit, right? It's very, very easy to say, well, he ain't doing this, doing this and he ain't doing that. You, anybody can say that. So then why don't you do what you say he's not doing? And see, that's the problem I have with that. Niggas can throw shots all day long about the platform, but at the end of the day, this platform is needed. The platforms ain't all about debates. The debate is just the fun part of it. Right. The debate right. is time to let your hair down, let your sweat off. Right. Because you want to beat some niggas up. It's an economic platform developed to draw in business for the African marketplace. So who amongst us routinely make an African marketplace? What is the nature of the relationship that blacks have with white people right now? They products and goods. Okay. What is the nature? What is the nature of the relationship that white people had with blacks on the coast of Africa when they first went there? They were sizing them up for products and goods. Okay. So now, if we know that the dynamics of the of the relationship between whites and blacks has not really changed in all of the time that we've had this relationship, it's always been about the exchange of goods yep. for other things, and it became for people. Yes. They were exchanging goods for people. So what I'm saying to you, brother, is that it could not have happened without cooperation. Now, I'm not saying cooperation on the part of the victims. I'm saying cooperation on the part of them people in that market, the ones who were selling the people. Right. Say it again. Cooperation by the people who were selling people with the people who were buying people. Not cooperation by the victims of, of the criminal enterprise, but individuals sold black people. And on those plantations, you had the same mentality individuals selling out black people. The people who were whipping, doing all the whipping and the driving and the slave driving, those were not white people. No, no. I'm saying, but you got to look at the whole dynamic. First of all, no African king sold his people. Let's get that established. Second point is, uh, there, are no, there are no African monarchs or African kings and queens in Europe, you know what I'm saying, at the advent of the transcontinental slave trade. So these are factors, right? And before the European came into West Africa, or to the Ivory Coast, they had a flourishing trade. Can we agree to that? They had good trade. They had trade, right? Okay. They had trade, right? 
But you know we got to really, before we can talk about the European slave trade, we got to go to the Arab slave trade. I, I agree. Because they put the whole thing in dysfunction and kind of made it easy pickings. I agree. You can even look at the movie Roots where you see the Muslims running around that motherfucker snatching up people. You don't have to look at the movie Roots. You can look at the, you can look at the Ghana Empire that was that was sacked by the Almoravids or the Almoravitoum, ah, right? right. See, in, in, in 1062. That's right. From 1062 to 1075, I believe it was, right? Uh -huh. um, but my point is that the nature of the relationship has always been, is always been about cheap goods, cheap, cheap goods, manufactured goods, and and gold and people. That's right. I agree with you. Know what I mean? So when I look, when I look at people lined up to buy sneakers or, or running into these capitalist society and, and buying and, and that's their only motivation, right? They're not buying out of necessity. They're buying for other reasons, right? So I'm saying now, those cheap manufactured goods that they were bringing to Africa and exchanging for people, right? Is the same shit that they're doing right now. I totally agree with you, And so you got you got little brothers and sisters that are lost that when they when they had the Olympics in, in, in Brazil recently, right? And you see the little lost brothers and sisters running around snatching shit from, from the tourists. Know what I'm saying? It was doing Yeah, but but when you really look at it, right, it's kinda like a reversion back to the natural world where you might be walking out in the bush and some shit'll come through and grab you. You understand? It's, it's literally like that because when you look at um, what we're going to call, for the sake of argument, advanced societies, uh, more civilized societies, right? You're looking at a process that's, that's softening, right? It softens people. When you look at more Spain, Right? Uh -oh, the second way. Why is it called more Spain? Uh, because Europeans, because Europeans called it that, and we're talking about a period in history when Europeans were in direct conflict with 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 uh, Arabized Muslims who who went into Spain, right? Conquered Roderick, king of the Visigoths, right? In 711 AD, right? And they identified these people as Moors, right? Now. 712, I believe that's 712. No, 711, right? 711. They ain't finished them off to 712. No, no, but 711, 711, 711, 711, I ain't gonna take your money, right? What I'm gonna, I'm not gonna take your money, what I'm gonna do is correct you, right? 711, 711, 711, right? Uh, if you look it up, it's gonna say AD. If you're gonna look it up, it's gonna say AD, right? But my point is that the general name was Tariq Ibn Zaid, right? Now, what you don't hear, brothers. He's a Berber. What you well, what you well, I'm not gonna tell you Tyreek was a Berber. Tyreek. I'm saying he is a Berber. No, what I'm saying to you is that what you have to know about those Berbers, right? Is those Berbers were enslaving black people, yes, and, and 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 they were putting black people in their armies. You understand? So now, what I'm saying to you is that those Moors who were marching with those Berbers were that was a slave army, right? Now they 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 had more than one slave army. That's right. Iraq had a slave army. That's right. The Ottomans had a slave army. That's right. right. The Egyptians, they had a slave army. And they had a white and a black slave army. The white slave army in Egypt took over. That was the Mamluks. Mamluks. You know what I'm saying? They they took power. So we know there's slave rebellions and slave armies and shit, but those Moors, the ones that we... What time period we talking about now? We talking, well, yeah, we talking seven, seven, we talking AD time, right? So who in power in Egypt during, the, during that time? You ain't got the Africans in power. No, those, these are, these are, these are Arabs. Egypt, Egypt right. fell, Egypt... Yeah, they, yeah, they, 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 they
No, Mamluks, Mamluks were Europeans. They, they captured them. The Arabs were on some shit like this, right? They were on some bring white people from the foot to the Caucasus Mountains, from Georgia, Circassia, and Transylvania, right? Because remember, they were dealing with Ottomans too. What, what people overlook is that the Ottoman Empire, that's Turkey. Turkey is in the Caucasus Mountains. The Caucasus Mountains is between the Black Sea and the Caspian Sea, right? Turkey is right up in there. You know, that's why the Turkish people look like they look. Those are Caucasians, right? And when you look at where all of the caves are, where they lived in Europe, there's a place called Cappadocia, Turkey. You know, they got 20,000 miles of underground caves. Know what I mean? I'm giving a bounce. All right, but right? Go ahead, minute, huh? minute, man, yeah, you keep saying that. It always turns into an hour. Yeah, was, and two hours. Hour. And three hours. Yeah, I want to get under the light. Keep talking, guys. Right? All right, so look, so we talk about, all right, hold on. We're we, we, we dealing with the Mamelukes, right? So you deal with the Mamelukes. The reason I respect the Mamelukes is because they rebelled and they killed all the earth. They murdered all of them. You feel me? And at that point, right, they ain't never been enslaved since, man. I think that's a valuable point to be made right there. Well, well, see, here's the thing. I'm not going to tell you Mamluks never been enslaved again, right? Well, it was close to it. Hey, well, Saul, you get that point, Saul? That was an important point there. Well, we'll say this again. The Mamluks, show they rebelled and killed all the goddamn Arabs that was trying to enslave them. That's a good way to get up out of goddamn slavery. I just well, I, I totally agree, but the reason I'm not gonna say they never were enslaved again, right? Because because Mamluks, Mamluks is not an identity, right? It was a class, right? And it was the slave class of 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 what we call white people in Egypt. But they was bringing them in from all over. Now, what you got to keep in mind, right, is that on the north coast of Africa and the Mediterranean. Uh, uh, Arabs, B-Rabs, what I call B-Rabs, the black Arabs, right? They were on some, well, we don't want to use the term pirate, but they were on some you, you and our water shit. And they would take your ship and take your shit and then take you and enslave you and ransom you back. If you couldn't pay, Mamluk. You know what I'm saying? They put your ass in that Barbary Coast slave market, right? So they were doing this shit for a long time. So that Mediterranean slave market. That Barbary Coast Barbary slave market, market. That's right? That's by the earth. These, this, was, this was Morocco, Morocco. Algeria, Tunisia, uh -huh. right? Um, it's, it, and, and what I try to get brothers to understand, yeah, what I try to get brothers to understand when they talk that more stuff, right? They think just because you're dealing with Muslims in Africa, you're dealing with Moors. I tell them if you really want to understand, you can look at the phenomenon of ISIL uh, um, today in Syria, and you see Muslims coming from all over to join them, right? From the outside, everybody's calling that ISIS and ISIL, right? But those, you got Muslims, there from Trinidad. You got Muslims from those European countries. You got Muslims from Arabia. You got from all over. So they under that one banner. Hold on, that's a, run that point back, because that's a very, very essential point again. Give an example of the ISIL. My point is that, when you look at the phenomenon of ISIL or ISIS in Syria and you see Muslims coming from all over the world to fight under that banner, under that jihadist banner, right? When you're looking at the phenomenon of the Moors in Spain 
you're looking at Muslims coming from all over to fight under that banner. So you're not looking at an army of black people under black leadership. Well, the first thing they did was get an Arab to be their goddamn sultan. You understand? And they named the place after Europeans. Al-Andalus means land of the Vandals. That would be the white people that they were familiar with who had conquered North Africa under the Romans, the Vandals, right? So we're not really dealing with no no pro-black or Afrocentric or, or or movement like that. The the most the most centric theme of their movement was Islamic. And we can further uh, validate that by by showing the second and third wave of what we refer to as Moors, which they weren't Moors, that was the Almoravids and the Almohads. When you look at the reason that they came into being was that they were saying the other ones wasn't being proper Muslims and stuff. So they came with waves of, of yeah, fanatical is uh, religious fervor. You know, and I'm not gonna front they built cities and they did this and that, but they also enslaved black people. And they attacked even even black Muslims. They attacked their kingdoms and enslaved them. That's why Mauritania is the way that it is today, where you have black Muslims enslaved by Moors, M-A-U-R-A. Let me add a point there. I think uh, another point to make is uh, Moorish Spain, right? And they always talk about, well, the African this, but they never they never differentiate between Sub-Saharan Africa, uh, Berber, you know what I'm saying, Arabs, right? They never make that. And I always say, I always say follow the money. Because money talking bullshit walk. And so we know at the end of the day, and I know you can really respect this, right? This is a Arab, uh, uh, a Arab push pay for army. You know what I'm saying? They pay for that. That, that, that's the money trail right there. Just like when you go to Iraq right now and you seen that army in there, right? United States was paying for that. They, they do they do all the funding. So you look for the funding. Where does the funding come from, you know what I'm saying, to actually pay for this army? The logistics. Who's dealing with the logistics? You got to deal with all that, right? So at the end of the day, the Sub-Saharan Africans uh, wasn't funding this. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't their thing. They got they caught up. They get they getting Ismailized, right? They get caught up in the slave slavery of the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? And then by the time they get to Spain, we know for a fact, right? After the war is over with, right? And they divvying up the spoils. The Arabs get the best land in the south. You know what I'm saying? And the Berbers, you know what I'm saying? And the Sub-Saharan Africans, they get the land in the north, which is closer to the Vandals. So they constantly under attack all day. And so the the, uh, the Berbers get taught of that shit, right? And they, they lash out against the Arabs. You feel me? So we just need to really, really get this shit clear when we're really talking about what we're talking about, right? For too damn long, they played the more Spain, the more card. They played that too much. And let's deal with the architecture for a minute. What kind of architecture is in more Spain that they build? That's the Persian shit. Follow on. I, I love architecture, right? Deal with the Persian Empire. That has a complete influence on Islam. Am I correct in that? Let me finish the whole, make my point, right? They, they, they influence it based off of what? Uh, monotheism, right? They deal with monotheism. They deal with monotheism, right? You get my point, what I'm saying? Zoroastrianism. This is influence. Correct? So the Persian Empire definitely influenced the act, I mean, uh, the architecture that you later on find in what they call it more Spain. That ain't no Sub-Saharan uh, architecture, right? Well, here's a here's here's a here's a, a a point that for some reason, right? Here's a point, state state senator. 
here's a point. Here's a point, Unc, right? That brothers, here's a point that brothers don't want to deal with, right? When we look at Islam and Africa, if we look in the east on Zanzibar, what do we see? Black Africans. And, and, but what is the status of the blacks on Zanzibar? Now, if we look in East Africa and we see that the relationship between black people in East Africa and Islam is a lot of black slavery, right? If we look at West Africa and we see the relationship of blacks and Islam is a lot of slavery, right? If we look at North Africa and we see the relationship of blacks and Islam is a lot of slavery, right? If we look at Iraq and we see the relationship of blacks and, and, and Islam is slavery, right? then how then are we looking back 700 years into the past a thousand years into the past and saying no those blacks that wasn't slavery they were the kings they were the sultans they were the you just made your god on point right there and i want to i want to make this point extra 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 clear whenever there's monotheism you'll find an african and goddamn slave right we know about the doctrine of discovery right about the what the doctrine of discovery the Doctrine of Discovery. Doctrine right. of Discovery, right? When the Pope writes the Papist Bulls. Right. Uh, I forget the which Pope Dumb it Diverus, is. Dumb Diverus. Pope Nicholas V. The Dumb huh? Diverus. Nicholas. And, uh, yeah, Pope Nicholas V. Hold on, I'm going to finish my point because once I once he uh, get it, the, no, he no, got no, it. I'll give it right back. Let's talk. Um, Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, the, the Pope is Nicholas V. Um, the Dumb, the, the Papal Bulls that he um, that, that he issued were the Dumb Diverus and the, um, the Rex Pontificus. Those are the two Papal Bulls that... Um, basically set the stage for Africans, or for basically for all non-whites to be enslaved. They basically dehumanized uh, uh, all non-white people with those two papal bulls. And from that is where everything else popped off. You right exactly that. Dr. Mayak, because you kind of like, you kind of broke that down for real, shorty, on them papal so, bulls. No, no, no. So, um, so he, Shaka almost is 100. What's going on? Hotep, Hotep, Professor Larry, how are you, King? Peace and black power, but um, so y'all were going in on the papal bulls. Yeah, the, the, they call y'all keep saying papyrus bulls. It's papal bulls. It's it, yeah. Some people say papal, and some people say papal papal bulls. But um, like you say, tomato, tomato. Right, exactly. But um, you're right, Nicholas. I think he was the fourth or the fifth, right? Nick the fifth, and he did issue the dumb diverses. And then there was another um, there was exactly. And then there was another um, there was another emperor or, or king um, Alexander the fourth. He uh, issued something called the Intercatera, which permitted um, the Portuguese to go over to, I believe it was the Portuguese, to go over to the, the New World to um, to enslave people over there based on the fact that they weren't Christians. So it was Alexander, so it was Alexander the Fourth. He had the Intercatera, and he issued the same thing. So then we see a, a, a constant... Um, a pattern of, of the of the church and of religion going from place to place and issuing proclamations to incarcerate not incarcerate to, to enslave uh, yeah but to enslave the indigenous people in various lands so 
Yeah, can, you, can, okay, I, can I answer no that real fast? No, oh, no, no, because I'm going to break my thought, yo. I wanted to get y'all in on that thought. My thought is, whenever these monolithic religions show up, right, you'll find an African enslaved, right? And so the fact that a, the fact that a Christian pope could decree, right, that if there's not a Christian monarch, whatever land you find does not have a Christian monarch, you can enslave the inhabitants and bring them to Christ. That's a bunch of bullshit right there. That's the part that I don't know why Africans and Americans don't get that. Remember they threw that line, the demarcation line down the middle of that, where Spain and Portuguese was fighting against each other, right? The Pope made the decree, he draws a line down the map, he says, Spain, right, Spain, you can have the Americas, you know what I'm saying, Portuguese, you can have Africa. So that's what it was. Right? It, it's called the age of, it's, it's called the, the age of discovery, right? And discovering what? Right, that's crazy. So what I'm saying is, how can we continue to be Muslim, Christians, and Jews when we know it was always based off of our own slavery? Yeah, please. Um, I just want to touch on something that the sister said, that the queen said. She said, you know, there's a pattern. And one thing that we don't talk about enough with that pattern, because a lot of people look at us like, you know, if Africans were so great, if Africans were A, B, C, D, E, F, G, how did these foreigners come in and do what they did from a physical perspective? And it's like Dr. John Henry Clark, may he live forever, like he always used to say, you can't talk about the physical perspective without the preceding psychological perspective first, which are these religions that you're talking about? Mm -hmm. Judaism, Islam, Christianity, the Abrahamic religions. Right. They were all used to disarm us by first converting our leaders um, under economic pretense and then having that religious ideology uh, um, uh, imposed upon the rest of the people. Mm -hmm. So that's a given. We don't have to go there. But what's not talked about is the history and the role of that gunpowder played in all of this. Yeah, and this is why, and this is what, this is where, where how can I put it? This is where, uh, this is something that black people really have to begin to understand. The role that gunpowder played, now check it out, now check it out. Gunpowder was not a gift from Yahweh. No. Gunpowder was not a gift from Allah. Hold on. Gunpowder, that's right. No, it's what she just said. Yeah, okay. Okay, well, if you can produce the documentation, I'm on with you. But until then, I got to run with her. That's right. Because the documentation always has the last word. So, what I'm saying is that, yeah. So, so what I'm saying is this. So, so listen, right. So, what I'm saying is this. And even if what you say is true, as far as it being the Egyptians, but hold on, hold on, hold on, stop, stop. Hold on, one second. Hold on. To a degree, hold on. To a degree, Ankh is actually correct. Because I just... I had to go back to Diop. So yes, you are you you're, you're correct. But that but we have to talk about it from its introduction to Europeans via Marco Polo going over to Asia. Okay? So now so we're talking about gunpowder from that perspective, but you are right. You have to go back to ancient Egypt when you're talking about it. Absolutely. But they used it to um to actually uh deal with a, to quarry. They used it to quarry. They were they were known for using it. They they called it ballistics. The ancient Egyptians were known for using ballistics in their quarrying, which was a form of gunpowder. And it was probably a much more powerful form than what the Chinese ended up with. Okay. Um, what, so what the Chinese the, ended up getting it through trade. Yeah, well, the, the, the Chinese ended up getting it later. Or maybe just coming about it through um, osmosis. Maybe you just get it by, like you said, if it, if that is the same thing as trade, right? So, uh, but what's important to remember is that if you want to talk about the decisive thing, the decisive thing, that made everything else possible. The decisive thing that made everything else possible 
was the European focus on gunpowder. You have to, you cannot come away from that. And when you come away from that, and, and if, you want, if you want to talk about where we want to focus our, where we want to focus out, or put our focus, you know, talking about all these religions is fine, and we have to, because we have to undo the psychological, like a psychological damage. But what allowed the European to really overpower us in the end was technology. Yes. It was technology. Yes. It was technology, and that technology in the form of weaponry, yes. or what they call arms, right? And so what did they do? With every, with every evolution, with every evolution of arms that the European accomplished, what did he turn around and do? Right? What did he, what did he, what are you doing, sir? Hey, are you with us? Sanetta, can you see us? You got us? All right, so basically, um, what we're saying, well, uh, basically what, I, what I'm trying to uh, push for is I want to start seeing, um, I want to start seeing us as community scholars begin to talk about some, uh, uh, some what I consider to be very salient points in what contributed primarily to our downfall. And the reason why I say that is because that formula never really changed. At the end of the day, it never really changed. It, it, the formula never changed. You know what I'm saying? In other words, to this day, the, the main thing that informs and instructs power is the ability to exact it. You understand what I'm saying? Marching is not power. Protesting is not power. All of these things that we do to solve our problems, they basically pertain to they basically pertain to the illusion of power. You understand what I'm saying? So, uh, unfortunately, we got an Uncle Tom that's getting ready to come over, or a Sambo that's getting ready to come over here, and um, uh, for his five dollars an hour, and tell us that we as Harlem, we are, uh, yo, we got the senator's permission, so we good. Yeah, absolutely. So, um. We as Harlem owners have every right to sit here and film. Right? What? Why not? Yeah, we have we have permission from the senator. Oh, you don't know the law there. Yeah, yeah. Make call who you gotta call. Yeah. Yo, he said we can't do video on the public place. This dude right here. This dude right here said we can't come out here in video. I see white folks here all the time, all, all the time, white folks. Look, she filming right now. She filming right now. Yeah, tell her she can't film, man. Go ahead. You're not going to tell her she can't film? It's always Negroes, man. This is what I'm saying, man. It's always fucking Negroes. It's always Negroes. I want Larry to deal with this, man. It's always Negroes, Larry. And he don't see us disrupting nothing, brother. Talk about that, man. But look, she filming everything. Hey, we call them. We, we call I, I, him Negro Pins. Hey, yo, you got no, no, no. What, 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 what I'm gonna say. What I'm gonna say about it, right? Is here. Here's here's a here's a observation. Here's a here's an observation, right? Here's the observation, right? Did, 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 did he have an accent? Yeah, he did. Right? Because he, he, he worked, he works for an agency that employs recent arrivals here, right? 
and, and you see them you see them posted up and doing various things, right? If you're observant, right? They wear yellow shirts and they park on these corners and they watch people. You understand? I mean, it is what it is. Not not everybody that's employed here are employed on behalf of this community. You understand? Remember, we don't control the economics in this community. Good point. That's why we was talking about taking back your own city. I'm saying, but right, just remember, he's being paid by someone and they're giving him orders about what to do. Know what I'm saying? So he's not operating on behalf of the people, he's operating on behalf of his employers, right? Now, what do we know about this, where we standing at? This is the state office, this is the state, no, this is the state office building campus. This is a state office building campus, right? It, it's not, it's, wait, 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 but see, when you say, see, here, here's, here's my thing, here's my thing, right? Hey, hold on, 